Hello all busy mamas and welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms. A daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet and I will be reading for you this Sunday, the 13th of March or the 10th of Adar the 2nd on the Hebrew calendar. Since we have a new week, we also have a new parasha called Tzav, which means command. And the scriptures from the Torah we'll be reading is Leviticus chapter 6, verses 8 through 18. However, if you have a Bible with a Hebrew verse counting, it is verses 1 through 11. Before we start reading the scriptures, we are going to bless the Lord and thank Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Command Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the Torah of the burnt offering. The burnt offering shall be on the hearth of the altar all night until the morning, and the fire of the altar shall be kept burning on it. The Kohen shall put on his linen garment, and he shall put on his linen trousers upon his body, and he shall remove the ashes from where the fire has consumed the burnt offering on the altar, and he shall put them beside the altar. He shall take off his garments and put on other garments and carry the ashes outside the camp to a clean place. The fire on the altar shall be kept burning on it. It shall not go out, and the Kohen shall burn wood on it every morning. He shall lay the burnt offering in order upon it and shall burn it on the fat of the peace offerings. Fire shall be kept burning on the altar continually, it shall not go out. This is the Torah of the grain offering. The sons of Aaron shall offer it before the Lord, before the altar. He shall take from there his handful of the fine flour of the grain offering and of its oil, and all the frankincense which is on the grain offering, and shall burn it on the altar for a pleasant aroma, as its memorial portion to the Lord. That which is left of it, Aaron and his sons shall eat. It shall be eaten at Smatza in a holy place. They shall eat it in the court of the tent of meeting. It shall not be baked with chametz. I have given it as their portion of my offerings made by fire. It is most holy, as are the sin offering and the trespass offering. Every male among the children of Aaron shall eat of it as their portion forever throughout your generations, from the offerings of the Lord made by fire. Whoever touches them shall be holy. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, This is the offering of Aaron and of his sons, which they shall offer to the Lord in this day when he is anointed, one-tenth of an ephah of fine flour for a grain offering, perpetually, half of it in the morning and half of it in the evening. It shall be made with oil in a griddle. When it is soaked, you shall bring it in. 
You shall offer the grain offering in baked pieces for a pleasant aroma to the Lord. The anointed Kohen that will be in his place from among his sons shall offer it. By a statute forever it shall be wholly burnt to the Lord. Every grain offering of a Kohen shall be wholly burnt. It shall not be eaten. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to Aaron and to his sons, saying, This is the Torah of the sin offering. In the place where the burnt offering is killed, the sin offering shall be killed before the Lord. It is most holy. That was Leviticus 6, 8 through 18. Now we have our portion from the prophets, and it is today Isaiah or Yeshayahu, chapters 6 and 7. <clears throat> In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him stood the seraphim, each one had six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. One called to the another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Svaot. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundations of the thresholds shook at the voice of him who called, and the house was filled with smoke. Then I said, Woe is me, for I am lost, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell among a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Svaot. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongs from off the altar. He touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips, and your iniquity is taken away, and your sin forgiven. And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then I said, Hineni, send me. And he said, Go and tell this people, You hear indeed, but do not understand. You see indeed, but do not perceive. Make the heart of this people fat, make their ears heavy, and shut their eyes lest they see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their heart, and turn again and be healed. Then I said, Lord, how long? He answered, Until cities are waste without inhabitant, houses without man, the land becomes utterly waste, and the Lord has removed men far away, and the forsaken places are many within the land. If there is a tent, tenth left in it, that also will be in turn be consumed, as a terebinth or as an oak, whose stump remains when they are cut down. So the holy seed is its stock. It came to pass in the days of Ahaz, the son of Yotam, the son of Uzziah, king of Yehuda, that Rezin, the king of Syria, and Pekah, the son of Remaliah, king of Israel, went up to Jerusalem to war against it, but could not prevail against it. When it was reported to the house of David, saying, Syria is allied with Ephraim, his heart trembled, and the heart of his people, as the trees of the forest tremble with the wind. 
And the Lord said to Yeshayahu, Go out now to meet Ahaz, you, and Shear Yashuv, your son, at the end of the conduit of the upper pool on the highway of the fuller's field. Tell him, Be careful and keep calm. Do not be afraid, neither let your heart faint, because of these two tales of smoking torches, for the fierce anger of Rezin and Syria, and of the son of Remalia, because Syria, Ephraim, and the son of Remalia have plotted evil against you, saying, Let's go up against Yehuda and tear it apart, and let us divide it among ourselves, and set up a king within it, even the son of Tabeel. This is what the Lord, the Lord says, It shall not stand, neither shall it happen. For the head of Syria is Damascus, and the head of Damascus is Resin. Within sixty-five years, Ephraim shall be broken in pieces, so that it shall not be a people. The head of Ephraim is Samaria, and the head of Samaria is Remaliah's son. If you will not believe, surely you shall not be established. Again the Lord spoke to Ahaz, saying, Ask the Lord your God for a sign from the depth of Sheol or the heights of heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask and I will not test the Lord. He said, Listen now, house of David. Is it not enough for you to try the patience of men that you will try the patience of my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the maiden will conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. He shall eat curds and honey when he knows to refuse the evil and choose the good. For before the child knows to refuse the evil and choose the good, the land whose two kings you abhor shall be forsaken. The Lord will bring on you, on your people and on your father's house, days that have not come, from the day that Ephraim departed from Yehuda, even the king of Assyria. In that day the Lord will whistle for the fly that is in the uttermost part of the rivers of Mitzrayim, and for the bee that is in the land of Assyria. They shall come, and shall all rest in the desolate valleys, in the clefts of the rocks, and on all thorn hedges, and on all pastures. In that day the Lord will shave with a razor that is hired in the parts beyond the river, even with the king of Assyria, the head and the hair of the feet, and it shall also consume the beard. It shall happen in that day that a man shall keep alive a young cow and two sheep. It shall happen that because of the abundance of milk which they shall give, he shall eat butter, for everyone will eat butter and honey that is left within the land. It will happen in that day that every place where there were a thousand mines at a thousand silver shekels there will be for briars and thorns. People will go there with arrows and with bow because all the land will be briars and thorns. All the hills that were cultivated with a hoe, you shall not come there for fear of briars and thorns, but it shall be for the sending out of oxen and for sheep to tread on. That was Yeshayahu, or Isaiah, chapter 6 and 7. Now we have come to our portion of the writings, and we will read today Psalm 
or Tehilim 145. I will exalt you, my God, the King, and I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you, and I will extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. One generation will commend your works to another, and will declare your mighty acts. I will recite on the glorious majesty of your honor, on your wondrous works. Men will speak of the might of your awesome acts, and I will declare your greatness. They will utter the memory of your great goodness, and will sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and great in loving kindness. The Lord is good to all. His tender mercies are over all his works. All your works will give thanks to you, Lord, and your pious ones will bless you. They will speak of the glory of your kingdom and talk about your power. To make known to the sons of men his mighty acts, the glory of the majesty of his kingdom. They will speak of the glory of your kingdom and talk about your power. To make known to the sons of men his mighty acts, the glory of the majesty of his kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord is faithful in all his words and loving in all his deeds. The Lord upholds all who fall and raises up all those who are bowed down. The eyes of all wait for you, and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and gracious in all his works. The Lord is near to all who call him, to all who call him in truth. He will, will, he will fulfill the desire of those who fear him. He will also hear their cry and will save them. The Lord guards all who love him, but he will destroy all the wicked. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. That was Psalm 145. And now our final portion of scripture, which is the apostolic writings. We will read today Acts chapter 12. Now about that time Herod the king stretched out his hands to oppress some of the assembly, and he killed Yaakov, the brother of Yohanan, with the sword. And when he saw that it pleased the Judeans, he proceeded to seize Kepha also. This was during the days of Matzah. When he had arrested him and he put him in prison and delivered him to four squads of four soldiers each to guard him, intending to bring him out to the people after Pesach. Kepha therefore was kept in the prison, but constant prayer was made by the assembly to God for him. On the same night when Herod was about to bring him out, Kepha was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and guards in front of the door kept the prison. 
And behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, and a light shone in the cell. And he struck Kepha on the side and woke him up, saying, Stand up quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. And the angel said to him, Get dressed and put on your sandals. And he did so. And he said to him, Put on your cloak and follow me. And he went out and followed him, and he did not know that what was being done by the angel was real, but he thought he saw a vision. When they were past the first and the second guard, they came to the iron gate that leads into the city, which opened to them by itself. And they went out and went down one street, and immediately the angel departed from him. When Kepha had come to himself, he said, Now I truly know that the Lord has sent out his angel and delivered me out of the hand of Herod, and from everything the Jewish people were expecting. Thinking about that, he came to the house of Miriam, the mother of Yohanan, who was called Mark, where many were gathered together and were praying. And when Kepha knocked at the door on the gate, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer. When she recognized Kepha's voice, she did not open the gate for joy, but ran in and reported that Kepha was standing in front of the gate. But they said to her, You are out of your mind. But she insisted that it was so. So they said, It is his angel. But Kepha continued knocking, and when they opened and saw him, they were amazed. But motioning to them with his hand to be silent, he described to them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. And he said, Tell these things to Yaakov and to the brothers. And he departed and went to another place. Now as soon as it was day, there was no small stir among the soldiers about what had become of Kepha. But when Herod had searched for him and did not find him, he examined the guards and commanded that they should be put to death. Then he went down from Yehuda to Caesarea and stayed there. Now Herod was very angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon, and they came with one accord to him, and having made Blastus, the king's personal aide, their friend, they asked for peace, because their country depended on the king's country for food. And on an appointed day, Herod dressed himself in royal clothing, sat on the throne, and gave a speech to them. And the people shouted, The voice of a god and not of a man. Then immediately an angel of the Lord struck him, because he did not give God the glory and he was eaten by worms and died. But the word of God increased and multiplied. And Barnabas and Shaul returned to Jerusalem when they had fulfilled their service, also taking with them Yohanan, who was called Mark. That was Acts chapter 12, and that concludes our reading of scriptures for today. However, if you are reading through the New Testament, the Brit or Apostolic Writings, twice this cycle, you will also read Revelations chapter 6 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, and uh, I apologize that this podcast is coming late. 
when I was going to record it earlier, I actually had no voice. And um, Johanna could not record it for me. So now I have a, a voice, and um, I hope you can uh, enjoy the, the scriptures, even if I'm a little hoarse. When it comes to the prayer subjects for today, I will read you two of the ones that have come in. We're reading them in the order that they they come in. And um, I, um, excuse me. So the first prayer subject we have is from um, busy mom asking for prayer. She says, please pray for healing for my nephew who suffered brain injuries and is currently in the hospital recovering. Also pray for his heart that the Lord would have mercy and save him. So that was the nephew who is in the hospital and also that the Lord would save him. The second one is a dear mommy also here, if I can look it up. She says, we just lost our seven-week-old baby. So please pray for these prayer subjects. I cannot even imagine the pain and grief about losing your seven-week-old baby. But the Lord knows, and he understands. So as we sign off today, please take some time and even... Um, throughout the week, if you're reminded in your spirit to pray for any of these ladies and their prayer subjects, please do so. So that was it for today. I pray that you have a blessed day. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom. Until next time.